Does this mean we're done? You just use my ship and you go off? I thought you were dead. Sun out of your eyes and be yourself. Heard you were dead. She's dead, wrapped in plastic. That man's dead back then. It was worse than dead. He must be dead. Is this a dead man, Doctor? Good evening, you lovely folks. Welcome back to the Roast Mortem Podcast 1.5 episode of the evening. Oh, yes. we're doing two of them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we, uh, we're in a bad marathon state. I am Tom. I'm Travis. I am Cody phoning in from Hawaii. Hello. And I'm Mike. And uh, you should be fucking proud of us if you're listening to this, because we're doing it. We're doing it like, uh, what's the guy who runs real fast? Uh, OJ. OJ Simpson. <laughs> yeah, just like him. him. Yeah. You guys see his Twitter? Yeah. It's really creepy. Dude, I can't believe they allowed him on Twitter, but he's an innocent man. You gotta let everyone on Twitter. <laughs> you gotta let them all. I'm a, yeah. I'm a big fan of just letting it go. Letting see what it, happens. Yeah. Party. All right, uh, Travis, I think you have a question or something? I don't know. <laughs> um, how's your week? Excuse me? How's your week? What was that? I can't hear you. How was your week? Cody's in Hawaii. How, how do you expect him to hear you? How was your You're week? Six- ah, no one oh, okay. likes that there fucking question. Everyone loves the question. All right. Everyone wants to know what we're doing. So my week, uh, two failed podcasts. <laughs> oh, yeah? And then one supreme tequila hangover. Oh. And uh, here I am today. I wow. was not there, but I heard you were TNT. Tom needs tequila. Yes. Oh, I like that. <laughs> that was a goddamn mess. Any cuss words I said in front of children, it's fine. It's fine. I don't remember it. What's your favorite cuss word to yell at a child? Wow, I never got to ask that question. That's a good question. Cunt! Cunt. Really? Yeah, that's too deliberate. No, yeah, you I have like, to be I like ass hat because it does get the giggle, and it, it's not too bad as a, as a cuss ass word. Ass hat's good. Cody, what about you in Paradise? I uh, flew back here earlier this week, so I'm uh, sleeping off some jet lag. Uh, it's not good. Tiny macadamia nuts on the plane instead of instead of peanuts, which is to give you macadamia racist. fucking nuts. Ugh. Yeah, ew. It's it's probably worse than almonds, Tom. Uh, <laughs> what's up with nuts on plane? Just don't do nuts. Yeah, I yeah, like everyone's nuts. allergic and shit. I, dude, I eat peanuts. I eat nuts like all the time. But I don't need them on a plane. Yeah, what if the peanut dust gets sucked up into the vents well, oh, sorry, and we... shoots out onto somebody with an allergy? Here's how to use a seatbelt. Uh, would you like some macadamia nuts? <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck yourself. You, you gotta, like, pound on, like, the overhead panel to, like, get the yellow breather mask to drop prematurely just so you don't have uh, allergic shock. Yeah, turn into a fucking balloon. Like, you got stung by seven bees. I don't know anyone who's allergic to... No... I know people. Never mind. People. Me too. Most people are allergic to something. What are you allergic to? Before we get into the episode, what's it? Wh- oh, quick. Me? Yeah. Uh, avocados. Okay. I haven't found it yet. Okay. Mold. Mold. Formaldehyde. Formaldehyde. Ooh, well, yeah. I guess. I, I mean, mold. I mean, isn't everyone allergic to mold? Nah, some are more than others. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. All right. Enough of that, dumb. Mike, what do you do? Well, we just started. What the work? I don't know. Skateboard yesterday. We're yeah. fi- it's all filler. We didn't start the episode. We don't need to fill for time. All right. Okay. All right. Nobody likes a stupid fucking question. I'm not even going to ask you this week. All right, Who are we doing? No, that's fine. 
We're doing a man named Travis Lee, and uh, really? he had a great week. How was, right, how was, was your Travis's week? Travis. I don't, I don't want to get into how great because no one fucking cares. <laughs> All right, you we, can just we follow just, me. We at, just started. You can follow me at Travis Legion. We just skip the whole episode. Does. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Ask right. me the question. <laughs> All right, uh, who's who's on the chopping boy this uh, evening? All right, so tonight. We are roasting a pirate by the name of Steed oh. Bonnet. Steed. 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 Yeah. Uh, Steed. Okay. That's a horse name. Yeah, my Steed. <laughs> it's not for humans. It doesn't matter what your occupation is. Yeah, well, we're roasting a horse this evening. Great. That's not true. <laughs> yeah, we are. It's my horse. It's a, it's a that con- was why my week was good. I bought a horse, but you guys never pay attention. I bought a whole horse in a stable. A it's, whole horse. You're just saying that because the Kentucky Derby was last week. And well, I didn't even talk about it. I was in it. You didn't you? see me. I was. I was the well, jockey. Was you? jockey? I don't know. You're a huge <laughs> what jockey. I've first two times. Jockeys are supposed to be like eighty-nine I like, pounds. I was, I was first. I was two ones. So first, twice. They don't even let eleven horses race. <laughs> Joke doesn't even make sense. So, so tonight we're doing Bonnet Steed. Now okay. this is a very interesting show because we've actually. Uh, told parts of this episode before from a different perspective. Uh, deja vu. Where was I in this? Uh, well, do you guys remember a little old something called 2017? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. It's actually our eighth episode we recorded. Holy fuck. We recorded Blackbeard the Pirate. Hey, that was me. That was me. I did that shit. Yeah, Cody, you I, did the research. I can't remember nothing. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that episode at all. Well, For reasons. I got. I got I got pirate rum drunk. I think we were drinking rum. Dude, well, we, we know how to party. And we also, I was wearing flip-flops. I think it was the middle of the winter. Definitely worth it. That's what pirates do. Yeah, yar. Yeah. Unless uh, your legs are made of uh, chair stands. What's a chair leg called? It's a chair stand, right? Chair peg? Yeah, pegs. Chair pegs. Who cares? Pegs. Dude, pirates are all about pegging, which you might get into a little bit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right, Steed. All right, Steed. So now, while everything was completely accurate in that episode, Cody did an excellent job. We are an accredited university. Um, nice. Uh, we kind of glanced over the real weenie pirate captain of Blackbeard's story, the shithead Steed Bonnet. Now, Cody, uh-huh. Cody, you br- I listened to the episode back again, and besides the fact that this is uh, pre-tonsillectomy and I sound like a Kermit the Frog... <laughs> So besides that fact, you 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 mentioned you actually kind of gave away the end of this episode. But before before you go and go back and listen to Blackbeard, which I recommend you do, listen to this fucker just, first. It's actually easier if you didn't say any of that because then they would have just continued listening to this episode. Uh, okay. I don't yeah. know what do you so thanks all for this the setup, episode dude. is Phil and counterintuitive babble so far. I <laughs> it up i thought it's interesting uh, all right <sighs> all right well, done all right i'm done i'm done you guys what do you think of all right and here's another question another setup question we're not there yet okay great yeah <laughs> what do you guys think of when you think what of- is this episode gonna start <laughs> so bonus oh, rolling? this is so interesting this right, is cool. rose no no i forgot i forgot i forgot how interesting, <laughs> I forgot how interesting this was <laughs> All right, so, <laughs> so what do you think of when you think of like an origin story for a pirate, right? 
Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh. No, I mean, like, where do they come from? Where do pirates just sprout <laughs> out of the ground? Usually born in England. Yeah. To, like, I don't know, some Don Vito-looking grandpa guy. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of rum, a lot of salt. Mm-hmm. It's just the nature of the beast. Right, you know, they're usually, like, sailors before, right? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Gotta get your chops they're up somewhere. Seamen. Yeah, sea they're, they're seasmen. <laughs> they're out there doing the regattas on the shit-filled Thames. Well, that was not Steed. Steed was a rich-ass idiot that had no reason to enter the world of piracy. He just wanted to. It's like, yo, that's oh. cool. Trying to be, you're trying to fit in, yo. Yeah. He was so bad at being a pirate, it was said that uh, he actually started the whole trope of walk the plank. The reason why he would have his people walk the plank was because he didn't want to execute them. Like, you go well, over the plank. Uh, that's like know. the most passive-aggressive execution ever. Yeah. Okay, so let's get into it. Oh. All right, whatever. Let's get into wow, it. Wow, I'm so interested. Well, let's go. <laughs> Steed was born south of Bridgetown in Barbados in 1688 hmm. to Edward and Sarah Bonnet. So he was tan. He's a tan. He was a tan man, but he was. They came from England, so they were right, right. Burnt, mm-hmm. burnt, crispy. Man. Yeah, <laughs> got it. Soccer dad. Yeah. Uh, now, yeah, like I said, Barbados was a British territory and a slave state that was c- controlled by British overlords. And if you uh, didn't guess, Bonnet, the Bonnets were those overlords. Yeah, you said he was rich, so he's a rich boy. They had Got it. they had four hundred acres uh, of estate, wow. loads of money, and uh, Steed was said to be a good little student and a bit of a nerd. People oh, threw, no. yeah, people nerdy th- pirate. I like it. People throughout his life actually called him bookish. Oh, bookish. That's a big insult today. Yeah. You don't want to get called bookish. No. Maybe that's what made him become a pirate because he was bullied too much. Yeah, Mike the psychiatrist. You're the resident psychiatrist. <laughs> I'm totally fine with it. Well, we 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 do have the power as a university to make you a psychiatrist. So, your yes. PhD is well, in the mail, Mike. I'm working on it. I just told you it's in the mail. You just have to wait. <laughs> uh, so, Steed's father edward died in 1694 when steed was six years old but that left him with a richy rich size inheritance that's good Did he die from scurvy <clears throat> he should have died earlier probably like right before they were gonna name him steed <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah steed is spelled s-t-e-d-e by the way yeah, std oh. <laughs> yeah if he was a dj he'd be std std yeah dj std i love it so, in 1709, at the age of 21, Steed marries Mary Al-Al-Al-Lemmy. Good. Mary Al-Lemmy. Is, is that Middle Eastern? Yeah. al That's horrible. Yeah. She marries Mary. Mary. Try it again, one more time, for fun. Steed marries Mary. All right, cool. Fine. The two of them quickly blast out three sons and a daughter over the course of five years. <laughs> Got it. Now, Steed Bonnet had everything an 18th century man could ever want. He had a fruitful wife, healthy kids, except for one that died really young. Mm. <laughs> Still pretty good. Still pretty then. good. He had slaves. He had land and tons and tons of money. <laughs> Probably wow. some bananas and stuff, too. Yeah, what are they growing, Bob? Uh, but bonobos. Uh, I'm, guess, I'm guessing bananas. It's, it's always fruit. Sugar. Uh, fruit's good to have around. Pineapple. Sugar. Oh, are they sugar yeah. cane people? Lots of sugar. Oh, rum. Barbados rum. Yeah. That's a thing. Molasses. Back to the rum. Yeah. 
So, um, just to give you an idea, you mentioned, Cody mentioned this in the Blackbeard episode, that this whole time period of this guy's life that we really know about takes place over the course of about three years. Yeah. Uh, so, all of this stuff leading up to, you know, him being a pirate, like, when he, his pirate career only lasted about three years. And we know a lot about it, just beforehand is kind of it's like skipping a few pages in the new testament yeah just getting that three years of jesus christ so that's gonna be a big one yeah yeah Yeah, he disappeared he went to amsterdam that's what jesus was really yeah he was out there handing out pamphlets about fucking uh you know i'm your god now smoking that legal weed over there in amsterdam have this space gate (laughs) (laughs) so while Steve on paper it looked like he had everything he want he could ever want the problem was, is his wife, that he was pumping full of that Bonnet family cream, was super mm. fucking annoying. She's got to go. I Really? Yeah. Hated this lady. A woman? Annoyed? <laughs> <laughs> what? Mary nagged and bitched and moaned about everything. Probably because she had to deal with four kids and one of them is dead. That's just three then. But it was driving Steed nuts. Um, and in his words, he said he found discomforts in a married state. Okay, hold on. Prediction here. So, these three years are basically a midlife crisis that we're going to be analyzing. Yes. Awesome. Exactly. This is going to be so cool. There's going to be so many strippers. (laughs) So, between his bitchy wife and screaming babies and shitty little toddlers pooping everywhere, he was like, I gotta get out of here. I'm going to shoot myself. So he joins <laughs> he joins the Barbados militia. Now, because he owned land, he automatically became a major, because that's fair. Of course, yeah. Now, we don't quite know what his militia record was like, but uh, by the general theme of what the Barbados militia did was just shoot slaves that disobeyed their master. So he was probably just gunning down slave rebellions. Oh. Yeah. Jeez. Not great. But he wasn't on the sea. He was like a militiaman. Landlubber. All right. Um, also, during this his years of service was the the War of Spanish Secession, which, if you guys remember, our little buddy Charles II of Spain. Oh. Oh yeah. He caused that war by having a black ball sack. I do remember that. Yeah. Only one was a black ball sack, Travis. The other one was fine. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me of a dream I had last night. You had a black ball sack. <sighs> Let's hear more. Wait, you were doing the cough? No, let's hear more. <laughs> let's hear more about nuts. this. Okay. So we really don't know about his record. You know, that he might have fought in some war, but again, he's probably like a little landlubber or whatever. In 1717, at the age of 29, Steed had had enough and was like, I'm sick of all these baby poops. Like, I start to, I'm in the militia, but I had to come home, and my wife yells at me when I come home. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> Why didn't he just... All right, okay, don't take this the wrong way. Serious question. It's the 1800s. Why didn't he... 1700s. Why didn't he just slap that bitch? I probably would have been fine. Back then. I'm not saying that's justifiable at any point in history, but because it was common practice... He probably was doing it. And she just wouldn't shut up, but she got louder every time? Maybe. (laughs) Like Lucy. There's there's an... Like only her up volume was only her up volume button was functioning. So every time he hit her, she just got. I'm I'm gonna oh, guess. Fuck. I'm gonna guess this. You know why that's not happening? Why Mary knows how to fucking slap. She can she slap back. back. 
I think I'm describing a strong woman. Badass bitch. Yeah. So Steed yeah. goes down to the shipyard, and he contracts them to build him a 60-ton sloop equipped with 10 guns that he names the Revenge. I'm not sure exactly. What? Yeah, what is the Revenge? Why is he called it that? It sounds like nothing is bad has happened to him yeah. except an annoying wife. Yeah, that's the revenge part. Yeah. He's like, I'm going to build a huge ship just to piss you off. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of the toss of diapers. Revenge. This is this is like the midlife crisis thing, but instead of like a red Corvette, <laughs> it was a 60-ton sloop with 10 guns on the sides. Which would be the equivalent of a red-hot Corvette today with a vanity plate that said, my real babe on it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> or get, or getting a motorcycle with a shirt that says like "bitch fell off." <laughs> oh, oh, the humor that roadsters have. Uh, okay, so one thing I want to point out about him just buying this ship is most pirates, uh, if you look at majority of them, they didn't have their ship built for them; they stole them because they're pirates. True, got it. So, and I talk about pirate origins, right? <laughs> you wouldn't download a ship. So, without any prior knowledge of sailing, navigation, he unfurled his sails, or tried to, and fucked off to become a pirate, leaving his wife, three kids, alone in Barbados, and taking all of his wealth with him. He's uh, living his best life. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Living my Beth, Beth, my Beth life. Beth life. Yeah, he's just out there. He's surfing around. He's having a good time. He probably left him like a year's worth of toaster strudel to get by. You guys be right. You know, I'll yeah. be right back. Yeah, you right. Yeah, I'm going out for a pack of cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> now, did he have like a hilarious scenario in which he brought slaves with him to become his pirates? No, we will actually get into his crew that he hired. Okay, because that would be some real bullshit. No. If you were just like... You guys are slaves, and you just pick stuff all day and, you know, cut sugar cane. You're pirates now. You're pirates now. <laughs> are you ready for, to live your real life? <laughs> what life? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, dude, don't tell Mary. Yeah. You're coming with me, boys. <laughs> uh. Uh, no, he actually, he his crew, okay, because, you know, you can't be a pi- one-man pirate on a ship. You need people to, you know, sail the ship, fi- you know, fight. You know, shoot the cannons, all this shit. Do the, the work. Poop deck. Do the work. Doesn't sound like he knows how to do any of this. No, he doesn't know, doesn't know dick. Awesome. Um, so most pirate crews, you know, we're talking about a man that's not, doesn't know anything about pirate, but most pirate crews paid their crew's wages by splitting the booty that they looted from the ships that they raided, or ports, yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this is like typical pirate stuff. Ah, get the fucking, here's your body. Old the booty splitting. Yeah. Not Steed. He was like, I got a load of money, so I'm going to pay my men with actual wages. You know, set up like a pirate HR. So he did like salary? Yes. Wow. He he set up a salary for his men with yoga classes. (laughs) Dental 401ks. So, So him paying his men wages already made him, when he starts meeting other pirates, already makes him a laughing stock. How much no, did he pay him? Did he pay him? Did he meet the uh, $15 an hour minimum? He better have. I'm sure he did. They, they, they would have walked the plank. These were legal <laughs> workers. They had to fill out their, they had, you know, W-2s. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. So if you can imagine the revenge and its 70 paid crew members hit the open ocean and Steed just walks out on deck and starts shouting, yo ho ho, shiver me timbers, suck on my dick. Really? <laughs> yeah. He's like Madonna wow. when she married Guy Ritchie? 
<laughs> yeah, no, it was crew just like this dude is like a wannabe moron. He's never been on the ocean. <laughs> yeah, they're going, yo ho, Captain Wink. And then they look at each other and snicker. That's actually exactly what happened. His quartermaster, Steve's quartermaster, became sort of the unofficial captain of the ship, and the crew just listened to him and just let Steve pretend to be a pirate. Steve, you know what uh, captains do on the maiden voyage of their new ship? All of them do this. So it's best if you do this too. You want to take uh, a piece of corn and insert it into your anus and keep it there for a week for good luck. Yeah. Does that really work? <laughs> Mike, I need you to test this one for us is what I'm saying. I'll come back next week with the, the answer. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned for Mike's anus. So while Steed was entertaining his anus. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, the crew sailed the revenge from Barbados to the Capes of Virginia, and there they attacked four ships, plundering their cargo of cloth, munitions, cash, and other provisions. One of the hmm. ships, the Endeavor, was bound for Barbados, so Steed, Steed, so Steed insisted that they burn it so word didn't get out that he was a pirate in his hometown. Totally. <laughs> so, yo, just burn that one because, you know, it's going to go to Barbados. <laughs> My wife's there. You're all taken prisoner. Why? Because my wife. (laughs) (laughs) So fully loaded, they sail up to New York and around the east end of Long Island, attacking another sloop that was bound for the West Indies. Tired of all this plundering, they stopped at Gardner's Island, which is right between the two forks of Long Island. Oh, I never heard of that. You've never heard of Gardner's Island? (laughs) I don't go out that far, man. Okay, so I'm going to tell you a little bit about Gardner's Island. A little side fact here. Cool. All right. So, an interesting thing about Gardner's Island is that it's the only piece of land settled and given to a family by the king that still owns it today. So, that same family line that was given this land Mm -hmm. is still the owners of this private island. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, they're, like, not taxed or anything by the government? No, they are. It's just the, the land was given to them by the king. So... Lion Gardner, who settled the island in 1639, was given a royal patent by the Earl of Stirling that gave Mm. the gardeners the right to possess the land forever. So that's like basically a little piece of England, kind of, on Long Island? Kind of. Are they all incestual out there, too? You have to use different money on Gardner's Island. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, they drive on the other side. Well, so so our, our friend, his sister's husband, is out, lives out on the East End, and I've actually talked to him about Gardner's Island because you're not supposed to go there. It's a private residence. Oh, really? But he's like in a, you know, he's kind of like, uh, you know, you think of the Hamptons, it's all like ritzy, glitzy. He's almost homeless. Yeah, he's, he's like a <laughs> hillbilly dude that lives out there. And he's like, yeah, I've taken my boat out there, snuck on the island. The owner of the island now is Alexandra Gardner Creel, who is the late sister, or who's the sister of the late Robert Gardner, who claimed to be the 16th Lord of the Manor of Gardner Island. And they've kept the bloodline going by having sex with crabs and eels. Hence ah, making the creels. The creels! Yeah. So, Gardner Island seemed to be a stopping point for pirates, as Captain Kidd held the family up for a few days and was said to have kept hidden treasure there in 1699. But that's a story for a different episode. Wow, foreshadowing. Uh. So Steed rolls up to this island, and I'm sure the gardeners are like, fuck, this happened 20 years ago. 
These guys are going to fucking hold us hostage. I don't know, probably bang one of our wives, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it's just a mentally handicapped rich kid coming yeah. in with a paid crew of people who don't give a shit. Yeah, no choose. Steed shows up and uh, acts the proper gentleman and uh, has some tea with them and buys provisions. Very pirate-like, right? Very pr- posh pirate. So Steed kind of realized, uh, wait, all this plundering isn't really making me as much money as I used to be making oh, while no. I was on Barbados. But he was already kind of balls deep in this pirate life. Um, so, you know, there's no turning back. No turning back now. I mean, he could just go say, sorry, wife. <laughs> nah. There is turning back. That's not his body of turning back. This is Mary Alabalambi Lambi. He can't do that. She's out there. She's been there on the front yard with a metal baseball bat waiting to negotiate him back into the house. (laughs) So someone told Steed that if you're a real pirate, you have to go to Nassau. Not Nassau Nassau County. County? Not Nassau County on Long Island. You have to go to Nassau. Nassau was the pirate stronghold in the Caribbean. It was a pirate collective on the island of New Providence that was run and operated entirely by pirates. You've probably seen that in movies and games and shit like that. Oh, yeah, like with uh, John Depp and Pete Pan. <laughs> yeah, but the shit was real. So the Revenge set sail from Gardner's Island to Nassau. They hit a few more ships off the coast of South Carolina taking cotton slaves and other stuff, but their luck ran out. The Revenge came face-to-face with a Spanish man-of-war. These were 16-foot ships with a crew of 800 sailors, Holy that had shit. 124 guns. Holy crap. That is quite a man. That. Most pirates would just straight up steer clear of them because they're like, I'm not fucking with this massive floating gun. <laughs> you know? Floating right. gun. I love that. But Steed was like, no, we're going to attack this thing. We're pirates. We're just going to go some right balls on Yeah. Them. This poor gentleman manning this crew. Mike, that's not balls. It's stupidity. (laughs) Stupid balls. So, as you'd imagine, this uh, 124-gun man of war fucks him up. (laughs) And the revenge was just barely able to sail away. It had been wrecked. Half of Steed's crew were either killed or badly wounded. Holy shit. Oh, no. And Steed himself was seriously wounded. But they made it out alive, just barely. All right, don't fuck with Spanish men. Yeah, what was was his W2 crew insured? Was that under the company health plan? <laughs> yeah. Health yeah. plan? They formed a union, workers' <laughs> comp. Uh. It's just a mutiny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. While the revenge was slowly sinking, it made its way to Nassau. There, Steed repaired the ship. Why am I? I'm turning into a pirate. Repaired the ship. Repaired the ship. Yeah. No, you're turning Irish because well, you're drinking. Yeah. So there, Steed repaired the ship and added two extra cannons, because, you know, that was going to make the, the difference. All the yeah. difference in the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if he had two more, would have won. Yeah, it's like the, the chair under the door, you know, like, this will stop him. <laughs> <laughs> he also replaced his entire crew, and while he was drinking one night in one of the Nassau's pubs, Steed met a Captain Benjamin Horgold. Horngold. <laughs> Sorry. Not whores. Horns. Did he make up the name Horngold? Was he talking about his dick? Was it a big salty dick? Benjamin's horn dick. Oh, oh, yeah. It's like a horn made of gold. Oh, cross my seven seas. Mm. Now, Benjamin Horngold's right-hand man was a man named Edward Teach. Oh. That's familiar. Yes. Blackbeard. 
Ooh. Ah. <sighs> Remember when we were younger and we did that? Yeah. Mm. It seems like so long ago. Yeah. It was about 150 gallons ago for me. I've accomplished nothing. Since then, yeah, <laughs> that episode we were in our twenties. Oh, that come hurts. on, Cody. Yeah, me too, Fuck. man. Fuck. Yeah, oh, shut up, Mike. <laughs> oh, make Mike walk the plank now. <laughs> so teach, or I'm just gonna call him Blackfoot Beard. So Blackbeard was not the hotshot pirate that everyone feared just yet, but he was experienced and way more experienced than Steed. But not nearly as experienced as Benjamin Gornhold. Yeah, Horngold. Yes. Gorn, Horny Gold. Gold. Well, Horngold had that touch of gray, you know, so uh, yeah. he had that oh, fun okay. and, you mm-hmm. know. <laughs> so, I mean, Steed had only been sailing for like a few months now, and he just got his ass blasted by this man of war. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. I mean, anyone's going to be a better choice than fucking Steed. Now, we don't exactly know what Steed's injuries were from this battle, but they must have disabled him in some way. You know, like maybe his dick fell off. Or he had a limp. Yeah, limps. A hangnail. Yeah. Lazy eye. <laughs> oh, hangnail! Uh, so, Steed made Blackbeard the temporary captain of the Revenge, which he would very much regret <laughs> in the future. Is that right? Yep. Yes. Oh. Um... Once the ship was seaworthy, Steed and Blackbeard, with his new crew, set out for more plunder. We have Blackbeard, one of history's most notorious pirates at the helm, and Steed Bonnet limping around the deck, telling his crew, Remember, Blackbeard is just the substitute teacher. I'm the real captain here. Remember who's daddy. Yeah. He's like the guidance counselor on one of those Habitat for Humanity field trips where they have a bunch of high school kids try to build a house. Yeah. <laughs> We're here to help. <laughs> Obviously, the crew already thought that Steed was a joke. Uh, so when they saw Blackbeard as their cat, you know, when they saw Blackbeard, like, this is our captain. But Steed was still pay- paying them wages. So they kind of just stroked Steed's ego a little bit. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're the captain, buddy. Yeah, that's great. Just keep paying us. Yeah, send him a Valentine's Day card. Steed had essentially invited Blackbeard to captain his ship, and he had stolen it right out from under his nose. That's how you get a ship as a pirate. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. Uh, Blackbeard's like, why don't you just pull over there and we'll uh, get some gas. He played on his own game. Yeah, Yeah, go to the station, tell him to fill up, we'll wait out here for you. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) Cellboats don't need gas. (laughs) Yeah, we need uh, blinker fluid, too. So Blackbeard sailed the ship up to the Delaware, up to the Delaware Bay. There, he was like, all right, Steve, this is how you plunder ships. And wait, was Steed still on the ship? Steed was still on the ship, pretending to be captain. Oh, okay. So, but he had stolen it. But like, well, you know, I mean, Blackbeard's like, just being like Blackbeard's just being like a life coach. You just like give him like you know advice. He's not giving him a, life- a ship. Yeah, but like a life coach helps you do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, they walk you he's, he's doing it right now. He's plundering ships. <sighs> not, I don't know, dude. Like. Mike, you gotta be careful around these like pyramid schemes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like life coaches and <laughs> Yeah. Can I interest you in an extended warranty, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what podcast have you been listening to? Coach Amway's podcast. Amway's podcast. <laughs> Amway's podcast. Uh so yeah, Blackbeard back Blackbeard sails up to the Delaware. He's like, This is how you plunder ships. And he took a dozen ships without much effort. Cause 
like, if you're a good pirate, you just intimidate. And I think we mentioned this in the Blackbeard episode. These are like long-distance truckers. They don't give two shits about their cargo. Right. They don't want to die. Like, you know, you see a mean guy show up, and he's, like, pointing a pistol at you. It's like, yeah, uh-huh. fucking take it. I don't care. So a good pirate really doesn't have to cause too much mayhem, and, like, yeah. he'll just show up and scare them. And that's what Blackbeard does. He takes about a dozen ships. And one of the captains during these hits, a man named Captain Cod, which is... It sounds like a reject breakfast cereal mascot. Captain Cod? Yeah. 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 Fish-flavored cereal. Oh, I like that. So this Captain Cod was taken hostage uh, while the crew of the Revenge was looting his ship. And he said that he saw Steed pacing the deck in his nightgown while Blackbeard was in total control. <laughs> the crew members just blatantly ignored Bonnet as he yelled off orders. <laughs> the man the likes to be comfortable, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like casual Fridays. So after these raids, Blackbeard headed back to the Caribbean to unload his loot. On the way down, they ran into a ship called the Concord, which was a 200-ton ship wow. and was way bigger than Revenge. Blackbeard had successfully captured the ship and claimed it as his own and renamed it the Queen Anne's Revenge. Also familiar. Yeah. Now, if Steed was really the captain, that ship would have been his, but, you know, he wasn't really the captain. You know what? It's all about perspective. Who's taking control here, you know? Yeah. Yeah, right? Who's big dick swinging? And isn't it true that uh, Blackbeard takes Queen Anne, goes on his merry way? So, yes, Blackbeard is like, got my ship, peace. I'm leaving. Okay. Salome. Yeah, well, so, technically... It's not like Steed really lost control. How so? Well, he was just used, I think. He was used. He was yeah. just the staircase, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know? He got walked over, but he's still fine. It's a little, little cum dumpster. <laughs> That's what he did. A good captain sucks all of his semen <laughs> semen. Yes. So Blackbeard goes on his merry way. And, you know, Steed had been kind of shafted a little bit. But you know what? Blackbeard has taught him the rules of the game. He taught him how to plunder, how to raid ships, and more importantly, how to captain a ship. So he sets out with this new invigorated sense of being a uh, pirate, sets out for the West Indies to try out what he's learned. Good luck. Yes. So he attacked a merchant ship called the Protestant Caesar, which is I think one of the stupidest names. It's I've a ever really heard. bad name. I couldn't imagine that thing is loaded with anything but croutons. <laughs> <laughs> it's just branded with little Caesar's logo on the side. Bunch the of Protestants on board being like, it's Friday night. You know what that means? Caesar salad. <laughs> so Steed got all types of fucked up and the ship got away. So this really pisses off the crew who had gotten used to the skilled piracy that Blackbeard had bought, brought aboard the ship. What was that word? That brought a, had brought aboard the ship. <laughs> uh, and mutiny was on the air. Oh. Now, a few months later, Steed bumps into Blackbeard. And Blackbeard <laughs> had been making a name for himself. Remember, they're all kind of congregating around this Nassau area. Bumped into the pirate shop. And Blackbeard was making out with another captain. <laughs> oh! Really hard for Steed. <laughs> I'm fine. Does this mean we're done? You just use my ship and you go off? <laughs> So, you know, they pull pull up long ships, they, what we might call docking. Right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> touching tips. One of Travis's favorite words. They're, they're, docking. They're touching tips. And Steed's crew begs Blackbeard to take them aboard his ship. 
they were like, this bonnet guy is a fucking moron. We want you as a captain. All right. And Blackbeard's like, I got a huge ship. I mean, the Queen Anne's Revenge is fucking massive, so sure. <laughs> <laughs> huge dong of a yeah. ship. Massive, uncut ship. Uh, this is some serious locker room talk. <laughs> so all of Steed's men join Blackbeard. And while they're at it, they just take the revenge, too. Uh, and Blackbeard wow. places a dude named Captain Richards, another dick joke, yeah. uh, in charge of the, the revenge. Mm. I wonder how tall Steed was. He's either real tall or real short. I'm thinking real short. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah, Napoleon like, complex. Mm. Like, kind of walks like Cotton on King of the Hill a little bit. Because he got <laughs> hit with the. He's injured somehow. We don't know that his feet weren't attached to where his knees should be. <laughs> yeah, we don't know that. Yeah. So Steed now had no crew and no ship, and was like, "This isn't good." It's like, how am I going to be a pirate without those things? <laughs> how am I going to be a pirate without those things? He's all down the dumps. He's thinking about exiling himself to Spain or Portugal and starting what? and starting a new life. Whoa. Is this where famous Steed's Paella comes from? <laughs> is that a thing? I hope so. Yeah, this is this is You gotta life. try the Steed's Paella. <laughs> it's only at Steed's Fridays. I swear to God, I came with Fridays all on my own. Come down to Steed's Fridays. I'll make I'll make the best paella, two for one, all you want. I don't know how to measure anything, so it's real big. No, no one with a black beard allowed. <laughs> yeah, you just put anything yeah. in it. It's like a gumbo. Gumbo of Spain. <laughs> <laughs> so somehow, with the help of a French captain, Steed found himself as a guest aboard Captain Blackbeard's Queen, Queen's and Anne's Revenge. He, Queen's Anne's Revenge. He just took the cruise? Yeah, he was like, oh, well, uh, hey, Blackbeard, you're in time on this French ship. Like, there's my ship that I used to own. Can I be a guest on your ship? Yeah, can I get on here? Please. <laughs> uh, come on in. If I come on here, are you going to rape me? <laughs> it's a very valid question. Yeah. Just a little bit. Wipe your feet, please. Just a little bit? I can handle a little bit. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I guess Blackbeard wasn't too worried about him and probably busy raping him or something. But, you know, now he's, now he's the little butt boy aboard the Queen Anne's Revenge. So he is swabbing everyone's dick again. Yeah, I guess so. Mm. We don't really know what he's doing. I mean, he's a, technically a captain. Oh, they let him be a captain again? Well, he's a guest, but he's a pirate captain. Oh, <laughs> like, the like an honorary degree. Yeah, no, he's not the captain of the ship, but like he still has the title of captain. Oh, okay. You know, But this time he knows his place. He's the bitch boy. <sighs> All right, Steed. All right, so Blackbeard starts to make a name for himself. He plunders hundreds of ships, and eventually the Queen Anne, good job, Blackbeard, runs aground near Topsail Island in North Carolina in <laughs> 1718. Good job. The hull was cracked and beyond repairing. So, geez, I don't know, he's a good pirate, but it sucks to sail. Like. Gotta find another boat. Let's make an amusement park out of it. We'll let the kids hang on the ropes. Yeah. You know, we'll give them fake mops. They can swab the deck. <laughs> Swing around. Put yeah, some exactly. fake doubloons inside. <laughs> we turned uh, the captain's quarters into a water slide. <laughs> Ooh. So Steed and Blackbeard had heard that the king of England was offering a pardon to all pirates if they gave up their ways before the 15th of September, 1718. I do remember that from the episode. You remember yeah, that? I do. 
So this is somewhere earlier on in the year, and they're like, hey, we should probably do this. We'll get a free pardon. All the shit that, you know, we did will go away. But the only stipulation was that if they had committed any acts of violence in the past six months, they could be held responsible for that. Oh. So it's like, if you have... Steed's fine, and he's not even a pirate. Well, neither of them are okay because Blackbeard had fucked up a bunch of ships in Charlestown, South Carolina, essentially blockading a port. And Cody did a really excellent job of talking about that. It's more of a Blackbeard thing. Steed was just sitting there fucking shivering. Like, Whoa. So, so the king is like, uh, kind of like today, if, you know, if, you're, if you're a criminal and you turn in your gun, they won't mm-hmm. ask any questions. They just want you to turn in. Yeah. And Steed's like... If he were to do that, it would just be like a chicken nugget shaped like a gun. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Blackbeard, because of this whole fucking up this port, was a little apprehensive. So he's like, Steed, hey, buddy, uh, pirate captain. <coughs> uh, you here. should go check out the capital of North Carolina. He talked to this guy, Governor Eden, about this king's pardon. You want to do that, buddy? Pi- uh, captain? <laughs> captain Bud, I know you know everything about that. I know that. B- b- you get the point. Get over there. You get it. You just go. Steve's like, well, yes, I am the finest captain of the seven seas. <laughs> I shall go. Basically, Blackbeard's just basically trying to see if Steed's going to get hanged. <laughs> like, yeah. Guinea pig. Yeah, he's a guinea pig. Go for it. Steed bumbles his way off to the capital, and he surrenders to Governor Eden. No problem. He receives the pardon. He's like, sweet, clean slate. Well, it's uh, easy to pardon someone who hasn't done anything. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, he... It's guilty te- by association. Yeah, guilty by association, right? It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, all right, um, this is great. I got a clean slate. Plus, they gave me a job. All I have to do is go down to the Caribbean, and I could work as a privateer, which is a pirate by contract. That yeah. sounds like fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they give me a job. I get to be a privateer. I just got to go back to Barbados and have sex with a woman called Mary with Harry Childers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Steed skips back off to the uh, the Revenge because he'd taken a small ship up to this, uh, up along a river to uh, the capital of North Carolina. So, he goes skipping back to the Revenge to tell Blackbeard, hey, the pardon's good, man. We're, we can, we're good. Cool. When Steed got back, he found the Revenge stripped of all its loot and provisions and ammunition. <gasps> oh, so it was left up on blocks. Wow. Yeah. Uh, a few miles off the coast, he found his crew stranded on a sandbar. Some of them were, like, almost dead. They were sorry, Steed. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, well, this is why you don't trust pirates. This is why they're mean. Yeah. Oh, well, he's repented. <laughs> yeah, he's figured for it out. Yelling in his nightgown too much. <laughs> he's figured it out. It's in the light. So Steed picks up his crew, or what's left of them, and sails off in the revenge to find revenge, to get revenge, but Blackbeard. You Does can't read. Sense? You can't read at all. No, it's just. You're two not re- allowed to read. It's two revenges. Reading Rainbow. <laughs> Revenging the Revenge. He's 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 on a, a quest for revenge in the revenge. To go kill Blackbeard. So he had heard Blackbeard was moored off the coast of Aquacoke Inlet. And he headed out in that direction. Keep in mind, he had no supplies or... The crew, right? Yeah, well, crew he had crew. Them. He picked the ones oh, up he, he found on the sandbar. The ones that were like, all right, if we... We're one more day away from starving. <laughs> we would say no thanks. But we got to eat these oats now. <laughs> yeah. 
So he has no supplies. The crew is still starving because there's no food on the ship. And he has no way to pay the crew anymore. He can't pay them his wages. Steve, just turn oh, around, no. dude. I want to go home. Yeah. I hate this. I wish I still worked at Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah. So after a few weeks of searching for Blackbeard, he just gives up. He's like, I can find this guy. What, is this? what the fuck was I thinking? Yeah. I don't uh, even know how big Earth is. <laughs> I left my compass at home. Fuck. <laughs> So now, Steed is in a very uh, hard spot here. I mean, firm. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So he's pretty much flat broke. His men were eating scraps of whatever they found in the ports he rolled into. And he couldn't find Blackbeard, which is probably, uh, you know, in retrospect, a good thing because Blackbeard would have ruined him. Yeah, he probably would have killed him. He was probably thinking of that Dave Matthews song, Where Are You Going, the whole time. <laughs> Where are you going? Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, Steed was, like, all set to lead this straight and narrow life. He was like, all I need to do is sail down to the Caribbean, get this commission to become a privateer, and start plundering Spanish ships legally. Mm. Um, but the problem was, was that he was so broke and didn't have any supplies, he couldn't make it down to the Caribbean to sign the paperwork. Mm. Oh, no. <laughs> you just stuck off the East Coast. Should just listen to Mary be annoying. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, and... Also, on top of that, if he just returned back to raiding merchant ships like a pirate would, he'd never get this job as a privateer, right? So he's in, he's got some problems right now. Going back to his old ways. Comes up with one of the most smartest ideas I have, frankly, ever heard in my life. Are you being real right now? So real. All right. He, Ooh. Just, he just changes his name to Captain Thomas. And renames the revenge to the Royal James, and then starts attacking merchant ships. Oh, <laughs> no more go. paperwork. Yeah, no more paperwork. <laughs> I wonder if he did that all legally too. He made it to a port and was like, "I would like to change my name at the <laughs> my DMV <pirate> vessel." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, you know now if he raided if he raided these ships as Captain Thomas, it's not Steed Bonnet. Do it, Steed Bonnet is a good boy. He's Wasn't been pardoned that. by the king. Steed Bonnet, best guy. He's basically Chef Boyardee of uh, empty cans. <laughs> so now Captain Thomas, wink, wink, started plundering ships all up and down the East Coast. Uh, he actually started shaping up as a legit pirate. He captured a few ships, the Francis and the Fortune, and added them to his fleet. He also expanded his crew size, and he started splitting the loot with his crew instead of pirate HR. Oh. Oh. So he, he learned a I thing guess, or two. A thing or two. He's becoming a pirate now. Oh, I really? wanted him to succeed with this like white collar approach though. <laughs> yeah. He cares about his guys. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> so after many successful plunders, Steed brought his ship to the Cape Fear River in North Carolina. That sounds scary. It does, right? Scary names. Spooky River. You know what you'll find there? Cotton candy. That's not scary. Balances it out. Oh. <laughs> so there he began repairing the leaks in the Royal Jane, James by careening it. Now, careening uh, was basically tipping your boat on its side to conduct maintenance on the hull. Like, scrape off all the barnacles. Just kissing it. it. Yeah, slap some flex seal on the holes. You oh. know. <laughs> right. Rubbing it, rubbing his boat. Yeah, rub your boat down. Massaging his boat. It was like a standard thing that boats had to do. They get dirty on the bottom. It's like when I run around with no pants. 
<laughs> Jesus. I, I think when you have pants on, you're dirty on the bottom for the most part. <laughs> well, yeah, that's just sweat dirt. It's well, not real dirt. All right, so I'm not, I'm not. This isn't a jab at you or anything, but like as a guy who sits in a basement and podcasts, you fart through your pants <laughs> a lot. No, I use those. What are those? The the smell pads. You use a smell. Use some use wet wipes. <laughs> yeah, wet wipes. Oh, a silencer. Yeah, oh, fart silencer. So they ended up staying in the Cape Fear River for about 45 days, partially for the repairs, but also they wanted to wait out the worst of the hurricane season. So while he's waiting there, you know, this kind of turned out not to be the best move because news had gotten out that Steed and his fleet were chilling up in Cape Fear River. And eventually it reached Colonel William Rhett, who was a famous pirate hunter. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that like a ghost hunter, but with real stuff? <laughs> yeah, they're actually looking for tangible real things. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so Rhett entered the mouth of the river uh, with his two sloops, the Henry and the Sea Nymph. Oh, a nymph in your mouth. That sounds delightful. Yeah. Guess which one had bigger tits? (laughs) Henry. (laughs) Steed saw the ships and thought, oh, those are just some merchant ships. Uh, Hell yeah, I can grab those suckers and plunder them, get food for my crew. It's all good. So while his fleet was still careened and being worked on, he sends out three canoes of men to commandeer the ship. The ship's. The Nymph and the Henry. Okay. Got it. Uh, Rhett gets all excited. He's like, fuck yeah, that's Steed Bonnet's ship. Uh, and it's beached. All I have to do is like roll up right next to him and, uh, you know. Throw get fire him. at him. Yeah. And just like that, Rhett ended up uh, beaching both the Henry and the Sea Nymph oh, in the shallows of the low tide. <laughs> oh, my Sucker. God. <laughs> yeah. So Steed's men approach these beach ships in their canoes and realize, fuck, these are these ships are armed to the teeth. So they paddle quickly back to Steed and tell him the situation. Now, Steed hurries to get the Royal James, that's the revenge, uh, back in the water and plans his escape. And while he's at it, he writes a letter to the governor of South Carolina, Robert Johnson, who was a dude that commissioned Rhett. Mm-hmm. Um, to Great find, guitar player. Yeah, Robert Johnson. Mm-hmm. He wrote him that he had known that uh, Robert Johnson had sent Rhett after him and that he would burn all vessels leaving the port of Charlestown once he escaped. Oh, wow. Ooh. That's a threat. Fighting words. Yeah, right. So at this point, the tide had come in and Rhett's ships were free. And Steed's plan was to abandon the Francis and the Fortune by moving all of his crew aboard the Royal James. Then he would pass the pirate hunter ships in the narrows of the Cape Fear River and let loose a full broadside of cannon and musket fire as they went by. Great, great idea. Sounds great. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good, actually. I mean, Let's go by, fuck him up. This is going to work. This real fat guy who's going to beat me up, he's got a toupee. I'm going to rip it off him while he's getting a drink at the bar. <laughs> a broadside is the pirate equivalent of a drive-by. Yeah, oh, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> of course it is. So the Royal James barrels down the river at Rhett and hits them with everything they have. In the skirmish, Rhett, Rhett run. That's hard. One. Rhett runs. Rhett runs aground. Jesus Christ! Rhett <laughs> runs aground. The Henry again. 
Oh. So uh, Henry gets beached again. Oh, I can't believe it. You mean that guy on the beach again? <laughs> yeah. But lucky for Rhett, Steed, in trying to maneuver around the ground ships, beaches the Royal James on the opposite shore of the river. Come on, Steed. So there's these two ships beached like on either side of the river. Nice. <laughs> Neighborhood like, fight. Yeah. This is like some kind of like wacky racers episode you're laying on me right now. Yeah. This is the first episode of the um, Netflix special they're doing based on Waterworld. <laughs> so both ships fire back and forth at each other for five hours. Jeez. Oh, wow. Yeah. Steve- Which is approximately 13 musket shots. <laughs> it takes a long time to load yep. those up. Steed was on deck pointing his pistols at his crew, telling them any signs of cowardice would result in a bullet in the brain. And his pirates, uh, Steed's pirates, jeered Rhett's militia to come join them on their deck to fight hand-to-hand like men. Oh, cool. (laughs) Yeah. Eventually, Rhett was able to free the Henry and repair its rigging, and they sailed right over to the Royal James and pointed all of their guns and was like, yo, pirates, surrender. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That was it. Steed was like, no, this is not it. I am not done here. I am Steed Bonnet. <laughs> but what, wait, what What was his fake name? Again. Thomas? Uh, Captain Thomas. Thomas. Captain Tom. I am I am Steve I, I am Captain Tom. I, I am I, I am Steed Tom. I am Rob Thomas. <laughs> so <laughs> Rob Thomas told his first mate to ignite the gunpowder cache. Uh which would blow up his entire ship. Wow. And the first man was like, no, I'm not doing that, you stupid <laughs> idiot. What the fuck? We got, like, wounded men on our deck. I'm not going to kill them. Uh, by then, Steed's crew had all surrendered to Rhett, and Steed eventually gave in his sword and Rhett, and, sorry, gave in his sword and went under the custody of Rhett and his militia. So that's the end of Captain Steed. No, it isn't. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. Yeah. So at the end of this five-hour battle, 12 militiamen were killed, uh, and 18 were wounded, and 12 pirates were wounded. So the pirates did a good job. Okay. Average. Yeah. So Rhett sailed his prisoners back to Charlestown, South Carolina. Steed's men were locked up in the watchtower, and Steed and his sailing master, David Harriet, were taken as special prisoners in a different location and awaited their trial and execution. Aw. Now, it's not the end, though. It's not the end! Sounds like the end. It's not the end! Thanks for listening to the Roast Mortem Podcast coverage of what goes on next. Well, I'm saying, like, do you think that little Steed is going to be a slippery boy? I think Steed is going to weenie his way out. Maybe a couple blowjobs, maybe some promise of, uh, you know, you can bang my annoying wife. <laughs> a couple kisses on the cheek. Yeah, yeah. he gave a couple smooches on the cheek to a man named Richard Tookerman. <laughs> Richard. Ooh. T- uh. Yeah, he smooched this merchant on the cheek, and uh, <laughs> Steed and Harriet were able to escape their cell and row off in a canoe. Ah. <laughs> and Governor... Uh, Robert and, and Tuckerman just looking at the ship, just being like, "That was the best blowjob." <laughs> As they're rowing their way into the sunset, that steed was something. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So Governor Governor Robert Johnson, uh, he was like, "Fuck!" He's like, "Oh shit!" Like, let's hang all the rest of the crew. So, as 
as fucking Bonnet sailing away, all of his crew get hanged. Mm. Oh, man. Howard. Romantic. Yeah. Then he also places a 700-pound bounty on Steed's head, which is actually 300 pounds more than Blackbeard. Oh, well, that's a real big paper <laughs> oh, towel wow. roll. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys get that joke? Oh, I did. Uh, now, Steed oh, and Harriet... Steed and Harriet, along with a slave and a Native American man, rode off to Sullivan Island off the coast of Charlestown. Which is just what Gilligan's Island was. Yeah, but <laughs> this is the sequel. Yeah, it's Sullivan, good times. Sullivan's Island. Uh, obviously, they weren't going to get very far because they were in a canoe. Uh, but Steed and his escaped convicts made camp on the island and began scavenging for food. For feud. For feud, eh? Nice. A few days later, William Rent had heard where the where they were hiding, and he sailed off to Sullivan's Island. And there, there was a massive shootout. And in the firefight, Harriet took a bullet between the eyes, and both the Native American man and the slave were severely wounded. Wounded. <laughs> wounded. <laughs> that shouldn't be funny, but it is. Wounded. <laughs> were were severely wounded. Leaving just Steed. Oh, no, man. Now, instead of going out guns blazing like Blackbeard, he just simply surrendered. What a Finally. Pussy. Wow. Puss. So what did they do? They shot him right there? Nope. They they brought him back to Charlestown. Someone kill this guy. They brought him back to Charlestown to trial. Um, there he was charged with only two counts of piracy for commandeering the Francis and the Fortune. In both situations, the captains were there to testify. Um, now, the trial was held on November 10th, 1718. Steed pleaded not guilty and acted as own defense, representing himself in the court. He, cool. He brought in character witnesses that were either escaped crewmen or paid witnesses or men that he had given blowjobs to. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot of people. A lot of people. Steed could not bullshit the jury, and they found him guilty. Two days after a stern sermon from a judge uh, about Steed's lack of Christian morals... Steed was sentenced to death by hanging. Oh, no. Blackbeard was killed on the high seas while Steed was awaiting execution. And I think one of the coolest roast mortem deaths we've had so far. Cody did a very cool job with that. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. You're going to have to remind me. I'm going to blank out what you say right now so the audience (laughs) has to go back. But how'd he die? Where are you going? Wow, that's amazing. I can't wait for our audience to re-listen to the Blackbeard episode. <laughs> Number eight, right? That was it? Number eight. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Okay, so ask me the question. Who did it to him? Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Okay, so while Steed awaited trial, he begged the governor. Remember, this is the same dude that he threatened he was going to burn all the ships coming in and out of his town. Mm-hmm. He begged him for clemency. Uh, he mm-hmm. said he said that he was a new man and that he needed a second chance. He even offered to have his arms and legs chopped off so oh he couldn't God. return to piracy. Wow. Bag-legging <laughs> hooks. Anything not to send me back to Mary. <laughs> I'd rather die than have my limbs chopped off. He's basically a worm boy at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Much other hurt, too. They probably just used, like, a fucking cleaver and just chopped that shit right off. Yeah, back then, they didn't give a shit. Yeah. Huh. You get all infected and stuff. Here's your rum that I'm gonna drink, and then I'm gonna chop him off. Oh! <laughs> I'm just, like, imagining, like, one of those, like, kindergartner pencil sharpeners you just stick your arm in and they just oh. twist it until you just know me oh goodness then he'd be 
pointy steed. Yeah, how bad does it look? <laughs> so during all this pathetic pleading, the public had actually gotten behind Steed, and you know why? Free Steed. Because he was a, he was a charming gentleman. Yeah, Mike brings up a great point. Free Steed. Free rolls, Steed. It rolls Free off Steed. the tongue. Free Steed. <laughs> he was a charming gentleman and popular with the ladies, except for Mary. Well, hang on. I think she liked him. He didn't like her. Yeah, no, he didn't like her. Popular with Mary too. I, I almost feel like it was one of those like weird uh, Marilyn Manson scenarios. Like you know, it's a lot of like those true crime goths in. Uh, Charlestown that are like, oh yeah, he's such so dangerous. <laughs> oh, so dangerous. Did you say Marilyn Manson or Charles Manson? Did I, I say Charles Manson. I don't know. I forgot. But is I it, think you said Marilyn. I said Marilyn Manson. <laughs> I did say Marilyn. Manson. I was kind of yeah. confused. Either for a way, it's kind of works. <laughs> it's kind of true. I mean, you just have these hideous men, yeah. and for some reason, they're attractive to uh, bushy ladies. <laughs> <laughs> so. Steed's execution was actually delayed seven times because of the public. Wow. But on December 10th, 1718, at White Point Garden, Steed met the executioner and was hanged from the gallows until dead. And here is a picture. What a job. Here's a picture of him hanging from the gallows that someone drew. Like, Damn. I, yeah. <laughs> did he get to keep his arms and legs, though? Yep. You bet he did. You okay, bet he did. That's the important thing. That's Unless the important they sewed him back on right before the hanging. <laughs> and that is Steed Bonnet, I think the wimpiest pirate that ever existed. Wow. Probably. Good job. Yeah, sounds James. like a dork. Thank you. Yeah, fucking dork. Yeah. I don't know. We're from Huntington, New York, so we see a lot of uh, affluent Cold Spring Harbor kids that would probably be similar types of pirates. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Just houndstooth cardigans everywhere. Oh dreadlocks. <laughs> yeah, man. White dreadlocks. My favorite. Blonde dreadlocks, man. Yeah. It's hot, dude. I want a Yankee candle that just smells like blonde dreadlocks. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle's <All right>. dreadlock. <laughs> Kyle's dreadlock. Yeah, heap of dreadlock. Damn. All right. Well, uh, Travis, thanks for bringing in Steed Bonnet, yes. the most hilarious named roast mortem person we've talked about so far. <laughs> my name's Steed Bonnet, and my friend's gonna be the captain. <laughs> no, very, very interesting uh, stuff. Real yes. loser. Yeah, yeah, and definitely check out uh, the Blackbeard episode now. Yeah, go back to it. Listen to it back to back, unless your boss is there. And th- in case you should call him over and be like, well, check this really out. Check this out. Download this fucking RSS feed. <laughs> fucking start listening. Get, get Do it. it. Where's the company credit card? We're going to patreon.com. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, thanks again, Travis. Thanks again, all the listeners. Uh, if you're still there. Uh, and uh, yeah, patreon.com slash roast morning cast. I don't really yes. care about all the other social media stuff. I'm going to stop saying my own name. I'm I, done with that. I, I want to say my names. All right. What's your name now? Say my name. Say my name. My name is Travis Legion. We're two son. Okay. At, at G at Twitter and Instagram. Cody, where can we find you? On the Twitter, I am Cody McCann, C O D Y M Double C A Double N. Mike? I'm going off the grid. Alright. <laughs> Cousins think alike. We're done with this shit. You can nice. find us on the streets. In real, real life. As fuck. Yeah, and definitely use that company credit card for our most Yeah, yeah uh, don't forget about that. Yeah, you know what? Actually start your own podcast so you can write it off. <laughs> All right, night, everyone. Bye, guys. I can't.
reading. Red. 